0: When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web at www.leobato.realtor.com. This episode is brought to you by ABBA eServices. And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause. Our guest, it's a privilege, of course. Basta in one of the inspiring people on social media. And he's the founder of Brown Bake, right? And um, let's talk about how... His journey came to be, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Paco's Place, Jason
1: Lustina. Thank you for having me, Paco. Finally, okay.
0: Kami ni Jason, may pusta We have a bet, and I hope I I I hope I don't fall into this because there's a, and it's not only me, right? Who confuses Jason, Justin, Justin, Jason?
1: Yeah, no, everybody keeps on calling me Justin because they combine my first name and last name together. So it's Jason Lustina, but they c- call me Justin. Like, ever since, like, grade school. I see. Till, till now, yeah, it's always been Justin. I mean, there's a time where I, I would think, like, maybe I should change my name. And they yeah. would call me my real name, Jason.
0: <laughs> Do I in reverse, right? Yeah. So, so, sabi ko, if I call him Justin, I have to pay you $100, and I hope it doesn't happen today. <laughs> oh my God, here we
1: go. Well, if that $100, it'll be a donation to SoCal Filipinos. Course, so we can there do we that. go, we, we can, can do that, because yeah. we're a non-profit.
0: Jason, Jason, Jason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it goes to a good cause. Okay, Yeah.
0: speaking of good cause, uh, SoCal Filipino, whose idea was it?
1: Actually, it was my idea. It was born during the pandemic. Um, we were stuck at home. Um, and we were, I was just thinking, you know, it'd be a good way for us to connect the community. Really? I really thought it was just going to be me and my friends. I have a good number of <laughs> Filipino friends. I grew up in Carson. So huge shout out to Carson. Cause you Carson! Know, cause big Filipino yeah. community there. Um, and you know, we were stuck at home. We didn't have any human interaction. So I was like, you right. know, what's the best next thing? People connect through social media. Correct. So we formed the group in june 18 of 2020 and wow yeah not even two years so okay
0: so he was born on june 18 2020 and what was the goal
1: really it was just like connecting um the filipino community well really i thought it was just gonna be me and my friend so me and my uh somebody who i met on social media john eric Babalan. i was like yeah yeah. i was like we met we're just like hey what why don't we start up a new group you know just just to connect and you know we were thinking it was more going to be about more just memes, <laughs> Filipino <laughs> memes. So, yeah. you know, the comedic route, but it, as it evolved within the tech in the next two years, well, we're well, not even two years, but it evolved into doing more workshops. Like when we recognize, uh, Filipino American history month, we, that was the birth of our first programming. So we did, Kaling. um, uh, we did something on Alibata we did something yeah. on, um, we did a cooking demo with the authors of the Filipino instant pot cookbook and then we had um Rod who is I want to say he's the mayor of of um, Daly City right now but he's also an educator and he um educated us on Filipino American history and from there it's just continued we just continued our program till today
0: and you mentioned a while ago it's a five hundred one C three or a nonprofit, right?
1: Yeah, we turned it into a nonprofit. Just Whose
0: idea was that again?
1: <laughs> um, actually, I'm gonna credit that to John. My, to John because okay. he's like, you know, it's probably best for us to go into the five hundred one C three, especially since it also it costs us some money I know, um, to produce programming, but also, you know, um, and the additional work that we do behind the scenes because all everybody is volunteers that right. work on SoCal Filipinos. So
0: you know what? Speaking of John, uh, John Eric Pabalan, shout out because when Paco's Place was was new, uh, Paco's Place was founded before the pandemic. Oh, like same. a few months before the the pandemic, and then we continued on during the pandemic. And and John Eric would be supporting my personal uh, vlog in Paco's Place, and he was the one who really helped push the push the channel forward. So shout
1: out! Yes, John Eric. Yeah, he's like. Um he's the man behind the scenes. He doesn't like to be in front of the camera. Do tell, you know. <laughs> so he does all the logistics, all our accounting, anything that's like um that we have to deal with behind the scenes, that's him.
0: Let's talk about so let's talk about called Filipino because you know, I mean in every organization there are bad apples, there are trolls, there are people who think that they own the 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 group or the channel or yeah. whatever you want to call it. How do you guys deal with those people?
1: Yeah. No. So we have a team of, uh, I want to say about six or seven that really focus on approving posts, um, approving members, um, looking at anything that's reported. Right. Um, so they make sure that they monitor that. So if there is a troll or if anything's reported, we vet it. And then um, if we feel like we need to take it out, we take it down. Um, there are certain topics that we don't allow into the group. It's because we know it creates a divide. So no politics. Okay. Um, that's obviously very divisive, very. especially, you know, with, depending on your political view, it just creates uh, trouble. Um, religion is another one. Yeah. Um, so those are the main two that we really look at. We don't allow bullying or name calling. So those will also mm. automatically be taken down.
0: Right. Promoting uh, events—that's something that you guys let let loose.
1: Yeah, events, of course. Memes, memes, comedic memes. I mean, John Eric again—he doesn't like say it, but he's the man behind the memes that no. we post. <laughs> They're very um, relatable. They're funny. Um, I think most recently because you know it was Lumpia Day, so he yeah, right? Yeah, so he posted something. Wasn't it, like
0: it that. yesterday or today? Is it
1: it th- was last Wednesday, last and Wednesday. we partnered with Island Pacific. Um, NG Tonji on Uh, um, this past Saturday in Oxnard we did a lumpia eating contest
0: you know it's nice that you guys are doing this because uh, a friend of I have two friends uh, her name's um, Mick Diaz and another one is Wendy Lindo Mm -hmm. and they have their own podcasts as well and people actually have asked me what do I say about podcasts that are Filipino born and bred here in Los Angeles and I'm like we should have more. Like, like so called Filipino, that's a good thing because it benefits everybody mm-hmm. in the community. But there are other Filipino groups who, ha- some, some of them contentious, some of them have an agenda. How do you deal with those groups who are more antagonistic as opposed to, come on, let's come together, bond, bond together, and um, make it a stronger community? Like those, those people.
1: Yeah, I, that's really why we wanted SoCal Filipinos, because we wanted a more positive atmosphere. We wanted it to be a place where people feel welcome and safe. Right. Um, I know sometimes things do get through the cracks, like which we talked about previously. Yeah. Um, as for the other groups, I mean, that's their group. That However they handle it, we, we don't really interact with any other groups, depending on what it is, because right now with SoCal Filipinos, um, it is the main group, but we have now gone into subgroups. Just because there's different communities within SoCal Filipinos that want to feel connected. Cookie groups. Well, not cookie groups, but we actually do have one that's specific to the LGBTQIA community now. Uh Um, that's a private group because again, we want to make sure that they're safe and make sure it's a safe place for them. Right. It's named Bahaghari, So it just started not too long ago and we have several admins on there. One, she Carla. Shout out to Carla. Shout out, Carla. Because she is an amazing person. She is doing great things. She's actually going to the White House. Um, a meeting, um, President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris. She was recently featured on um, Lady Gaga's um, World Kindness Day video. So she's doing a lot of great things. I'm just happy right. that she's part of the SoCal Filipinos team.
0: Why is it called LGBTQIA?
1: So LGBTQIA that encompasses well. What's the IA? There's there plus. Um, <laughs> um, I apologize to the community because I don't know every single letter. <laughs> I, wait, wait. Because it's lesbian, lesbian gay, gay, bisexual, LG, bisexual trans, transgender, queer. Queer. Uh, I believe I... I is intersex. Okay, what's And then A? I can't, I think A might be asexual. I can't remember. I, mean, I apologize to the community. There's...
0: You know <laughs> what's um So people people don't know this and since you mentioned it, I'll, I'll share it. Back in 2017, we JJ and I and the rest of Intervoice we produced um, the first multi gender concert. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I'll I'll share it now
1: and I'll and I'll. What um, do you mean by multi gender?
0: Everything like it's called gay. Uh, it's called um, girl voice for Intervoice. Uh-huh. Girl voice Bakla Tomboy.
1: Uh-huh. That's and, cool.
0: And it featured. Um, Geneva Cruz, Enter Voice, Joe Awayan, and Ray Kilai, and we had a concert, and it was it was v- very much supported by major majority of the the, the non LGBTQ community.
1: Well, that's good. I mean, that's really great because, like, what we want to do is we want to be part of the regular community, yes. right? LGBTQIA+. plus. I mean, right? Because you know, a lot of times they feel like we're outcasted, we're separated, but to have a venue where we come along, come out along with our with the allies. Yes. Yeah.
0: And and it's and, great. You, and, and 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 mind you, Jason, when we did that, we were like, is the non-LGBTQ community going to support this show? And imagine when they came in, they were like, wow. And it was, and a shout out to Ray Killay and and Joe Awayan because Joe was kind of skeptic of saying bakla but She wanted it to be at ibapa mm-hmm. So gr- girl voice, at pa. But then again, I go, why are we hiding it? Mm-hmm. Why, why are we hiding it? Because we might have, no, 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 no. I don't think it's offensive. I think it's, no pun intended. I think it's coming out.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's great, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean we, you know, the community probably appreciated. I'm not sure if you got any backlash because a lot of times no, when no things ba- like that, no backlash, no negative.
0: Actually, now I'm, I'm beginning to have backlash. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you know why? They're like, when's the next one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was uh, that was self-funded by intro voice oh wow we had no sponsors nothing I mean we didn't make any any money on it because all the money that no sponsors right so everyone who bought the ticket we just paid the artists and uh, the equipment and all that stuff we'd love to do it again but you know and and it's a franchise it doesn't have to be Geneva cruz it, mm. um, it doesn't have to be um Reiki like it doesn't have to be Joe Wyatt, but it has to be representatives from the multi-gender,
1: community yeah if you're ready to plan another one I have I have a team I have a team I have lots of teams (laughs) right
0: but but I'm glad you guys are doing something to to just let everyone come out and have an equal footing let's talk about you growing up so growing up have you always felt different or did you belong to you know this is me I'm I'm
1: me Nuh-uh. growing up i mean as any other lgbtqia per- person um you always feel different you feel out of place you're trying to fit in um you had the bullies and you have the did, name calling did you come
0: out right away though
1: uh my coming out story is i really don't have one so really
0: yeah it's are we supposed to just keep quiet about it uh, n-
1: yeah well I, it's it's quite interesting i guess you could say because I, I i don't know if anybody else has had the same story as mine well i i just was dating somebody and started bringing them around so it was i don't i Isn't don't that know
0: supposed to be like something special or like a divorce? yeah
1: there's a lot of i mean a lot of people have that the whole coming out story <laughs> that i told my mom i told my dad <laughs> and i started crying and you know i was i mean unfortunately there's some of the stories where i was thrown out or i was you know had to go to my friend's house and my friend my um my parents right. weren't accepting because of religion because i don't know there's all all these many factors but mine was just i just started bringing around and everybody was accepting and there really wasn't any like i'm gay none, none of yeah, that yeah none of that really i mean i should say there was one i came out to my to my siblings but like i'm, I'm just thinking about more like my parents but parents always know. They always, they, know they always know yeah and they're always loving yeah of course okay and very so, supportive very supportive yeah not everybody's story is the same, and you don't have always the support of parents. Yeah. Again, like make sure that you have like friends that you could go to just in case. Yeah. Uh, or you have like a teacher or somebody that you could go to that that could support you should like something bad happen. So siblings, how many siblings do you have? One of each, one brother, one sister. I have one sister okay. in Oregon and one brother in San Diego.
0: Growing up, were you middle child, eldest? I'm or? actually the oldest. Oldest. Oh, okay. So now, so you told your brother and your sister. And then that was it. But growing up was there like, you know what? I'm going to rule the world one day. One day I'll be an influencer. One day I'll be a good (laughs) entrepreneur. What was your day-to-day like? Uh, A kid with a dream. Let's start there. (laughs) A kid with a dream. Did you see any obstacles in front of
1: you? I feel like I knew what I needed to do to be successful or what i thought i needed to do you know graduate high school go, go to college find a job
0: but did you feel that you had to you had something extra to prove no
1: i didn't amen yeah Thank i didn't you. really think there was anything that i needed to prove i mean i was doing what i thought i had to do and i'm glad that i did those things like i went you know graduated from carson high school and then i went to uc irvine and then i went, went straight into the workforce so it was everything was kind of laid out for me which is nice you could say because um you know when i went to uc irvine graduating i was interning for a couple organizations um also for an architecture for my uh when i graduated we, was with a bachelor's in environmental analysis and design minored uh, in epidemiology and public health which is all just big words i just have i have the paper just that that it says um uh, but um, really, when I was interning, um, I was interning, like I said, at a nonprofit, the American Heart Association. I, then I was working at a architecture firm that did a lot of things in Orange County. And I just remember the day I walked into the architecture firm, um, they said, you know, today's your last day. I was like, OK, next thing I know, a couple hours later, it's like the American Heart Association, like, you know, we'd love to interview you to bring you on full time.
0: With the AHA?
1: Yeah, for the American Heart Association. So interviewed, got the job. started as what? Um, as one of their fundraising directors. What? Yeah, so I, I I, started the Monday after I graduated college. Like the minute I walked that stage, I started my full-time job on that Monday. How long have you
0: been with, uh, how long were you there? Are you well, still I was, there
1: now? No, I'm not there now, but I was there for a long time. I was there for 14 years. Well, I've
0: been with uh, AHA for 12.
1: Oh, wow. Wait, you work for the Heart
0: Association? Well, I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm affiliated. I know I'm affiliated because <laughs> I do CPR. I teach. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: So yeah, my, my my credentials is from the AHA. So that's why when you said American Heart Association, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, kindred spirits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so American Heart Association. I got recruited to the American Red Cross. Um, a competition. No, just y- kidding, it is a competition book. in the CPR world, <laughs> but there's a lot more work that they do. Um, and then I, like every move I made, it's, I've always somebody's been seeking me out. Like I have never had to look for a job. Amen. So American Heart Association, um, American Red Cross. Then I got recruited to City of Hope, and I got recruited back to the American Red Cross. So Why is it all MPOs? That's just my background and. So I, you're good you're good at doing it and doing i guess so If i keep on being sought out so, so it's yeah, been not,
0: nice not, look at this i'm theory idol because it's, <laughs> it's just such a blessing just hearing you speak now, okay so th- this this thing sets you up but ironically speaking you being in the npo the non-profit organization environment you became an entrepreneur yes That's not npo
1: (laughs) no it was by chance that you know i started brown bake it was something that i i started just doing in the kitchen just making like regular cookies and chocolate chip and butterscotch and playing with things um then i was like could i put a filipino spin on this so that's really and this was maybe like four or five years ago i was living in glendale at the time um and I just like started playing with like Ube and Buku Pandan and I would post it and people were like, Can we buy this? Can I buy this? I'm like, No, it's just you know, I'm just making it for fun. This is just something I like to do. Um and then I then my one friend who worked with me, um, Melissa Gordy, um related to Barry Gordy so for those Motown fans out there um she had asked me to um if she could order a couple platters for her daughter's birthday so Wait, she, this
0: is with the Filipino twist already or yeah you?
1: she's Thai oh okay so she knows like the flavor yeah so you know especially pandan yeah so she's like could I get some of your waffles to have at my daughter's birthday so i made that and she was my very first customer and really thanks to her and just to do it for like the gordy family right yeah (laughs) so that was pretty amazing and ever since then that was like the the um really what 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 how brown bake was really born was from that first order and people just had continually ordered and just loved the stuff
0: is there a brick and mortar there
1: is not i'm still home based still home base have the cottage permit and all that good stuff so how many have you employed or is it just you one-man band. Um, I did have somebody, but unfortunately, she passed from um, cancer uh, recently. So um, right now, it's a one-person show. Made to order. Yeah, made to order. This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato & Associates. Ang realtor na pato. Made to order. I always get this question, do I ship? Not yet. Because I, I have this worry about, um. I want to make sure it's quality and it's fresh. Right. I really don't want somebody eating into a stale cookie or if it's too hard.
0: The name how'd you how'd you come up with that name that's that's a very nice
1: brown baked brown baked well really what people wanted my friends like you need to call it lusty sweets I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> because it it's my last name yeah Christina. i was like well that sounds a little too sexual i don't right. know if i want to put that out there um so it's a little bit of play like brown right brown um that's when you know the cookie is done, right? It's brown. Brown. But I'm brown because I'm Filipino. Right. And then everything is baked. So thus, brown baked is born. Ang galing, no?
0: Yeah. That's very nice. <laughs> okay. Baking is different from cooking. With baking, you have to be precise.
1: Correct. It's a science. There's, it's all about proportions and making sure you have like things like, you're baking, if you're using baking powder or baking soda and flour and milk Don't all that stuff
0: slow down slow down because because I want to because I can cook but I've tried baking the only thing I could bake is hot fudge brownies <laughs> and even then it's not perfect you know those ready mix mm-hmm. um, and I did not understand what the different why I did not understand the importance of the word ready mix mm-hmm. until someone said Dude, that ready mix of brownie that you have, that is not baking.
1: Because <laughs> it's all in one and you just have to add water right? usually. Yeah. So,
0: so this this whole baking thing, and again, if you're a baker, you know what I'm talking about, but to us non-bakers, I just want to hear it from you because I've heard so many life lessons from baking and this show, which is to inspire and to inform. I've heard analogies that if you can bake life your life journey is actually going to be easy.
1: Interesting. Because,
0: and you mentioned the keyword it's um, how do you say it? Measured.
1: Mm-hmm. Everything's measured, planned out. Yeah, because you, you have to have the right, right proportions, or it'll come out wrong. It's so like one to one, one to one. All these other
0: look at their sentences. Those are like <laughs> those are like,
1: uh, right? Like
0: yeah. If you don't, if you don't measure right, they will come out wrong. And and okay, let's talk about baking. Let's talk about the prep. Let's talk about baking. Uh, give me a product. What product?
1: Um well I do my my main products uh, what's most popular is my cookies and my cheesecake. Without
0: giving away the recipe uh, we will just talk about specific okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not re- I'm not giving out any recipes today so. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let's uh, cheesecake. So the preparation is what comes out first.
1: Um so what I need to do with in my prep a cheesecake I need to make sure that the cream cheese out because I do need to have Don't it. Don't mention Oh, I couldn't mention oh, it. They okay. know. They know. Okay. I okay. mean you okay. have you have to have everything at room temperature practically. Okay. So that's your cream cheese, let's, your okay. eggs, room, your butter. Let's
0: let's stop there.
1: Room temperature. Yeah. Okay. So that means if
0: you have an AC like this or whatever, do you have to be meticulously particular about the temperature of the room that you're in?
1: No, no, okay. I don't think so. I mean if you I leave the cream cheese over out overnight, it, it's usually fine.
0: Okay, yeah. okay, next, the cream
1: cheese, okay. Cream cheese and your eggs and your butter, if you want uh-huh. to use that. So they can't come from the fridge? No. Ooh. No, because there's stuff that can happen to um, the items that you're making. There could be cracking in the cheesecake. There could be some curdling that can happen. Oh, the there's all these things that can happen um, if you don't have things at room temperature, temperature.
0: So you can't, okay, so you have to have patience. Yeah. So preparation is the key.
1: Yeah, scheduling. Scheduling also. Yeah, scheduling. Yeah, because a cheesecake, um, if somebody has orders, it ha- I give them a minimum, you have to give me a minimum of two days notice. Because like once you have the items out, then you bake it, and then you have to have it chill overnight also.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> so what made you, you know, now I understand when someone said you want to go through life successfully bake, because that's what they told me. <laughs> And, and now i'm beginning to understand it from your perspective because you just you just don't jump in there has to be preparation and you have to have purpose no
1: well for baking yeah there you know you do have you, think, to, you have to have it like is it just structured baking? i i think in life yes you could have something structured but you could also have you need some spontaneity you need to have some excitement in your world because otherwise be it, otherwise it would be just boring then that would be cooking yeah I cook too, but I just don't sell it. I—that's the one thing I won't do—is because I—I'm scared something's like, okay, this is too salty. You put too much patis in here. I might get my gout. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's a (laughs) gouter.
1: Oh, me too. Me too. I have gout.
0: Ding. Okay. But isn't it, isn't it ironic? Like with for your baking, you're 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 okay to actually present it and put a monetary value on it, and I'm pretty sure you're downplaying the way you cook. I'm pretty sure your friends, you're, if if you've tasted Jason's cooking, please put it in the comments below, so so we'll know what it is. Okay, go.
1: No, I'm gonna say, but you know, we were talking about everything structured, but yeah. that's where the spontaneity comes in—is the creativity, right? So like, I sometimes I get my inspiration just go by going to a Filipino grocery store, just wandering the aisles or going to a bakery and seeing what products that they have. It's like, how do, how do I turn that into a cookie or a cheesecake?
0: So here's my question about that. If you go into a bakery and see a pastry, are you able to reverse engineer that in your head?
1: I'm not reverse engineering. What I'm looking more is for the flavors, right? Uh. So like, you know, there was an ice cream. I was like, Cashew and Lanka, does that go, really go together? So, you know, I, I went back and, you know, started playing when I had time because I have so many projects that I work on. And I was like, it actually does. I made the cookie and, I, you know, incorporate the cashews. I was like, oh, this actually does work together. And sometimes I actually make the actual dessert because um, I wanted to try to make a Mahablanca Blanca cookie. Oh. <laughs> so I, I make the dessert first, taste it, see what the flavors are what 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 are the main components and in my head i'm like okay so these is what i need to do to make either a cheesecake or a cookie
0: now are you confident enough with regard to your palate that you know that okay this tastes good this is not good and another thing in your mouth uh, in your in your mind it's not good so one of your friends picks it up and goes this is good how do you react to those things
1: um funny thing is i don't like sweets what (laughs) (laughs) i love making it i love seeing the enjoyment so what i rely on is other people to actually taste it you don't eat i'll eat some of it but you know usually in a batch too bad you live out this way i'm in the san fernando valley you i would be dropping off every day
0: I was just in the San Fernando Valley. I could pick it up
1: every day. Oh, well, I had some calamansi cookies. Oh, like are you serious?
0: <laughs> yeah. it, instead of lemon, <laughs> lemon, uh, what are those? And
1: like lemon bars. Yeah, right? Yeah, I actually have calamansi bars at Chef Val's event yesterday. I made calamansi loaves with a calamansi glaze. It was a little sour for me, but people were saying that they liked it, so.
0: Like that thing, calamansi. How did that um, idea come
1: to come to mind? Um, we see lemon in a lot of desserts yes my dad grows calamansi yeah in carson <laughs> he has this big tree he is my supplier he brings it by the <laughs> by the pailful or we're Ilcano in the timba he always brings it and um we juice it and then i was like let me see let me figure out like what what desserts like what what are popular lemon desserts right the lemon so, meringue yeah, on, do you yeah so lemon yeah i actually last week i made a calamansi pie yes that was the first time i ever made it with a graham cracker crust so it's like different from cream cheese uh from yeah. cheesecake because there's no cream cheese so i was like oh this actually works huh. so sometimes i just get in my head i mean if you nobody's look, allowed to look at my notes because i just get ideas and i just write it down it's like okay i need to figure out how to make this
0: so that's you on your own mm-hmm. okay do you live alone
1: no i live with my partner
0: okay so, do you and your partner throw ideas?
1: Is your partner Filipino also? well? He is not. He's not. Filipino. Ah, interesting. Yeah, he is not Filipino, um, but he does like a lot of the desserts, especially the calamansi ones, because he loves sour. Very, t- ah. he loves tart. So, like for his birthday, he always loves um uh, lemon cake.
0: <laughs> so you're like, instead of lemon cake, honey, we're gonna we're having this <laughs> we're having this calamansi. we
1: calamansi. No, he loves he loves uh, like all the my calamansi desserts. Okay.
0: Yeah. So okay. He's non filipino You're putting Filipino twist. It's brown baked. Is there? A, I mean, there's no brick and mortar store. This is mm-hmm. all made to order. Mm-hmm. Is, there a, is there a vision to go big and to go multicultural?
1: Um, funny you mentioned multicultural because there was an option for me. There was two events that were asking me to be at. One is was at a national um, chain store. Um, very popular. Home goods, like they sell all cooking items, and there was a festival. Um, do I go the Filipino route where I know I can get, have customers and be sold yeah. out? Or do I want to spread the awareness of Filipino flavors and food to the general public? Right. Right. So, two good events, by the way. Yeah, two great events. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually chose the other one being at the store because it's like part of my mission. Yeah. It's to spread the awareness of Filipino flavors and my twist on it, like in cookies and, you know, the other desserts. I would have loved to be at the other one. I, I was getting a lot of emails I like, know. we want you there. You could just make it and then we would sell it for you. I was like, "That there's no way I could do two events because <laughs> that's a lot right. right now. So, But I actually chose the sort because I want to spread the awareness of Filipino food because, I mean, right now, I mean, this event was, what, two or three years ago? But I feel like it's just as of recent – that Filipino food is now coming to the forefront. People are now being recognized. Yes, um, I mean for the food that they're making. I mean, people have been nominated for James Beard Award, which is huge. A couple of them are here in Los Angeles or in Southern California. So, um, you know, that's really what I want to see is like our food being like just roll off the top of your tongue. Like, what should we have tonight? People would say, "Oh, let's get Chinese. Let's get Thai." I want Filipino to be a part of that conversation.
0: Ube is Filipino, right?
1: It is. It is. You know, I feel
0: a sense of pride when <laughs> when when any anybody right now here in SoCal can actually say the word ube.
1: It's popular. I mean, everybody loves the purple. It's not related. I mean, it is related to taro, but it's sweeter. It's much, right. it's, a, it's a good intro um, flavor for desserts. I always think that just because a lot of people know it. They love the color. Everybody's like, it's purple. It's so pretty. Do you I, know? how
0: ube became ubiquitous with everything out there because it was only it used to be just us saying ube right it goes out it's like oh you have taro or whatever now it's like taro taro (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like ube now
1: but who who actually i don't know who's really created the um awareness and the craze behind ube i don't know if it was somebody that just brought it over or people just like started just picking it up but I just know, like, with... No, even, it, even
0: the, way, the way people called it. Because us Filipino, we've always called it ube. Yeah. But then again, now it's not just us calling it ube. It's it's every everybody out there, even in Alhambra, uh, where we used to go for the shabu-shabu place. They, mm-hmm. I go, do you have your ube ice cream? Oh, yeah, we have ube ice cream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure. But I'm just glad that whoever started that... Right? I mean, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Okay. But then ube is an intro. To our, our different flavors, which is nice, because then the that once they try ube, it's like okay, ube's Filipino. What other flavors do they have? What other desserts do they have? Because then that could lead them to, you know, like buko pandan or yeah. pandan or you know anything else like our other like maybe they'll try suman or sapin sapin or kuchinta. Or any of those? Oh my
0: God! Yes, I definitely agree. Okay, now this the packaging. Like let's talk packaging. The person assisting you passed away already, mm-hmm. right? You don't just bake and put it in a lanera and then just go, "Hey, oh, here, there it is." <laughs> you have packaging.
1: Yeah, we do. It's brown also.
0: <laughs> who may, who who puts it in a
1: in in the box? I mean, it's all me. Everything's me right now.
0: I hope he, I hope and, and there's a reason why <laughs> I'm asking I'm 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 asking Jason why because we tend to just open it and not appreciate the yeah. packaging. And if it's from if it's made by a person or a baker, not, uh, not the conveyor. Yeah. We have to appreciate the effort that you put into, to the whole packaging. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, we put, I mean, I, I should say I, we, um, I, I do all the baking. I do all the packaging. I, Put everything into the boxes. I mean, shout out to all the other vendors that are doing that themselves. I mean, I know for the pandemic, there were so many yeah. vendors that came out and started creating their own brands. So yes, I know that was a way for them to survive, which is nice. I mean, I'm not one that was born from the pandemic. I've been doing this before the pandemic, so I I know the hard work it takes to even um, put yourself out there. Right, right. That's always the hardest step is to put yourself out there. I mean, it took me <laughs> like maybe a year or two years. Then I was like, okay, fine. I'll just go ahead and take that order. I know that's always the hardest stuff because you're worried about what people are going to say. Yeah. Like if they like it, they don't, you know, are they going to love this? But once you find your base, Ooh. they'll continually, Ooh. they will go and like follow you. They will promote you. People always talk about just like, hey, I heard about you. <laughs> but the one thing that was funny about Brown Bake is they don't know I'm the face behind it. Really? Because if you look at Instagram, I rarely post my photo on the Brown Bake yes. page because I want it more about the food and not me. And that's the same thing with SoCal Filipinos, which is why I never promote myself. It's about the community, not me.
0: I understand, but sometimes one has to lead, right? But you can lead from behind. Yes. But then again, when I first met you and and, and it was so nice the meeting that we had was virtual. Yeah. I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> because because of the insights that you that you, that you give, not only that, the way you deliver your your insights, that needs to be amplified even more. So okay, here now. Now, you you're opinionated. At the same time, when you give your opinion out, you're not condescending. You're not apologetic either.
1: That's the first time I heard that. But sure, yeah, thank you. <laughs>
0: it, it's true though. I mean, like you like you'll 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 say it as you th- as you see it is, and and when we had that um thing with Chef Val, I was like. And that's what, that's what made me say, I like this guy because you will speak your mind without any apologies to whoever is there.
1: Yeah. A lot of times when I'm in conversations, um, like the one word chef which was, you know, a great topic for us to talk about. Yeah. It's an important topic just because that also created divisiveness in our community. Yeah. Um, I usually take in like what everybody else is saying. is like, and I usually formulate, so I'm more of a, the listener. And then when I feel like I need to interject or say my opinion, then I will.
0: Okay, when you say more of the listener, it's more like you'll you'll get everything in, mm-hmm. and then you'll process everything before you go out yeah. and, and and speak. Mm-hmm. That's like a that's like your baker's template.
1: <laughs> yeah, or it's a computer and everything. Yeah, because
0: you prepare, you're prepping it in your head, right? Yeah. You got all the ingredients. Yeah, let me line them up first. Okay, let me bake
1: it in my... In my, my <laughs> let me, and put it in 350 <laughs> for 12 minutes and it'll be ready and baked.
0: Deba? <laughs> and maybe that's that's what it is. Now, with regard to the community, your help and influence has inspired a lot of people, myself included. Okay? Oh, thank you. Because of the vibe. Now, SoCal Filipino has gone into different macro macros mm-hmm. already, diba? Different groups. Then again, there is brown baked and it's it's so nice that you're not using the platform to go, you know what, since I'm one of the founders of SoCal Filipino, I'm gonna use this to champion brown bake, you're not doing that. That's where mm-hmm. I see you leading from behind mm-hmm. as well, right? But where do you see where do you see yourself? What do you see yourself doing in terms of inspiring other people?
1: I mean, obviously, being on this, hopefully, people will get inspired with work and being part of being an either entrepreneur or being um, as part of the community. Um, for for brown baked, it'd be I've always had this dream that I want somebody to hire me as a creative director. Wow! So we're putting this out in the universe right now to create new desserts, and you know, Ooh. buy my recipes and hire me on that way. We could continually like make these new creations that are in my head. This
0: episode is brought to you by ABBA e-Services.
1: Um, as for SoCal Filipinos, I see it as continually being um, a community program. Now that we're able to go in person, we want, yeah, to have, right? we, we want to have start doing our live events and you know having these panels. A huge dream for me, I'm also putting these out there, is to have PhilCon
0: explain Philcon.
1: so i want a filipino american convention where we have a different types of tracks where there you know and different types of workshops so whether there's one about like mental health there's one about cooking oh there's one about God. about like if we want to talk about podcasting music entertainment like any issues that yes that's um is affecting the filipino american community you pick whichever one obviously i would love it for it to be a two day maybe we'll start with one year one day but that's my like dream for Soul piece to be known to have Phil Kahn. I want to be part of that. <laughs> Let me find some sponsors that we could start planning. I'll help
0: you find some
1: sponsors. <laughs> so I mean, that's really that, that's my. I've talked about this, and you know, I spoke because I'm also on the board for Sipa. I'm not sure you're familiar with Sipa.
0: I am familiar with Sipa. And to, to everybody not familiar with Sipa, that's where the Black Eyed piece start to be big.
1: Intro voice performed at Sipa already. We're celebrating our 50th year um, this this Where's year. I, invite? Um, I am the chair of the gala. You will get the invitation. There um, you go. Thank it'll you. be <laughs> on October 15th. Oh, um, we'll be so stay tuned. Um, we are looking for sponsors for that. Um, but, you know, I, I spoke, uh, I said this idea to Kimi Moniquez, who's the current executive director. Mm-hmm. She you know, we, we'll support you on that. Because I also want, like a whole like vendor area where I could see like, you know, if, you know, supporting yeah. our small Filipino businesses yeah. had that be the convention area. We had the workshops and then a whole row. I want like whatever Filipino nonprofit there so that they could promote the work that they're doing free to them Grabe, because, huh? cause I know that, you know, it's hard for them to raise money. Um, and any extra expenses, you know, it's a little bit tough. So I was like, I would love to have even like the whole nonprofit section be free to them. So it's just a lot of ideas for that whole Philcon. I would love to see that actually come to fruition.
0: Deem, huh? yeah, okay, now, so you have Philcon. You're the chairman of SEPA. You have all these things
1: going. Gala co-chair. I just want to. Okay, Gala, <laughs> Gala co- co-chair. Okay. Yeah.
0: But you, you still have the power to invite the intro voice,
1: right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'll, I'll put I'll put that in. Okay. <laughs>
0: Do you feel like um, you've you've tapboarded board, the the goals and dreams that you've aspired to to you know to achieve, or do you think this is just the beginning of a bigger playing field?
1: I think um, I'm kind of entering into a new phase of my life um, with the formation of SoCal Filipinos, which is quite interesting. That I've ha- gotten so many more opportunities.
0: How many? How How strong is SoCal
1: Filipinos? 53,000 oh my good under two years can you believe that 53,000 that's just oh my crazy I mean we were like and, and most of most of the members are behaved huh? some most of them are <laughs> see, some see, see, are not I know, I know, I know. <laughs> some are not it's okay that's why we have my team that makes sure that uh, they moderate the conversation that's you, happening okay there.
0: here okay so Next level. I I didn't mean to cut you, but okay, you're reaching a next the next level. Yeah, I feel
1: like I'm in a, a, a new phase of my career, a new phase of my life. Just with the work that's being done, especially for like the Filipino community, right? Because I mean, really, like before this, I was just really focused on career, career, career. Not really like community work, and now I'm doing like entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, and now a community leader, right? With so-called Filipinos, and being an influencer. I don't like to use the word. Why not? Influencer. Why 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 not? I don't think I am an influencer. I think. <laughs> Um, I I think I would prefer like community organizer maybe rather than influencer. I don't think I have like the, the personal influence, but I see what is needed within the community and I gear it or like okay. steer it.
0: Are you, gonna, are, you gonna, are you are you going to go into politics? I don't have uh, again. Your body says something else. <laughs> huh?
1: I I have never worked in politics. I have never had any experience. I'd be open to it.
0: There you go. See, 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 it. your body, now that you mentioned body language, I'm like, ah, no, no, no.
1: He means yes. <laughs> I'd be open to it if uh, opportunity was to come.
0: Right. Okay. So community leader, community organizer, new chapter in your life. Are You, you are aware that you are responsible, partly responsible for all the 53,000 plus plus and growing members of the so-called filipinos community right
1: yeah it's a huge responsibility Uh in keeping them um aware um you know whether if it's uh issues that's affecting the filipino community or if it's new restaurants or food or even artists i mean any films that are coming out we want to make sure that they know about that and um in a couple weeks on april 10th we're actually going to be interviewing um the team behind um that Fox hit TV show, the cleaning lady. So, oh
0: yeah. 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 yeah
1: so we have Miranda Kwok and we have a couple of stars like Martha Milan, who's a co-star who plays Fiona and um, Ruby Ibarra will be on. Yes. Yeah. And we have a couple of the writers. So they have a good number of Filipinos that are working on that show. And we need to have pride in that, especially with that show being a hit show yeah. and having Filipino representation. Yes. yes. Cause I went to the preview and I was there with my friend Sweeney. Um, and we're like, did they, just speaking to Tagalog right were, were they speaking Tagalog and like oh my gosh they're speaking to the Hulk. like our eyes open it's like wow like like no, way, like
0: no way home like spider-man no way home did you see yeah, it? yeah yeah oh, <laughs> my God,
1: yeah la- when, yeah anytime we see something like that yeah. we need to make sure that like we have more people watching it so they're making sure like especially with this TV show we want it to pick up for a second season
0: right right okay okay fair enough your own app do you ever think about <laughs> having the own, uh, having the so-called Filipinos app instead of just relying on Facebook?
1: That was something that John Eric and I talked about in the beginning stages. What happened? Um, funding, because it does take a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Funding is always an issue. So if you want to donate, we are 501c3. It's tax deductible if you're here in the United States. Right. Um, what if
0: someone donates their time? What if uh, what if we have a friend who's a systems engineer who does apps and decide to donate their time in creating the app and be compensated with a gift receipt of the value of their... Oh,
1: we would do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, uh, we would love to see like SoCal Filipinos and then the first idea was we want it to be a place for them to find all the filipino owned businesses right right like if you're looking for a bar because if you go in the group you're like somebody's either looking for a barong or yeah they need travel insurance it's like our own marketplace yeah so that's really like what they're asking about um and then have a place like if they want to have like a chat room and just not, chat not, with our but you know i know there's those other apps too but i'd love it to be an all-in-one yeah
0: not only that how about more of like like you have your show and everybody has their shows like there's a channel portion of it yeah and you could post post I mean things like it's like it's like for me this is an opportunity to really sit down with you and and I this is the first time I've had someone from who who has organized and has achieved what you guys have achieved and I'm here face-to-face with you I don't have to type in my my sentiments and I'm like I'm looking at the group I'm going Imagine if Zuckerberg decides to stop Facebook, what's going to happen to...
1: Yeah, that's true. Which we don't think it's going to happen, but which is why we're on several platforms. So that way... What are the platforms? So, are- so SoCal Filipinos is on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. Um, we are on Kumu, but we're still trying to figure that one Do you out. You know what you
0: didn't mention? And um, I think we've met in this... What was that app that... Um, that we had to talk on the, that we had to speak and everybody clubhouse clubhouse we're on clubhouse see but it's, it's how's that i mean how, i haven't been Clubhouse. clubhouse
1: um it was great during the pandemic because nobody was like meeting anybody so um you know i i've met some friends off of there as of right now like the main filipino groups they the programming hasn't been kept alive mm. so that that one's kind of um not been as used as much right, right, um, right, we did have some programming on there um we have now a group that's doing philippine x and wellness um they were born from clubhouse and now they're taking their shows live um but we need to make sure that we're not just focused on one platform yeah like you said we need to make sure that we're covering all platforms just in case something some people yeah, die right
0: something happens but then again the, the community can just have its own basic core where everybody can communicate exchange yeah. ideas or barter or whatever yeah. so when we go out it's like okay I'm part of this community
1: like if there's some, and they can schedule events and meetups and
0: not only that more. oh my god now it came to to me that if there's a concert and you're part of SoCal Filipino, you can just show your QR code
1: via <laughs> ticket that that, that's gonna be a lot I think we should start with basics then we could eventually build on and what the app could look like it's
0: very promising especially with 53,000 people and counting
1: and still growing I mean we've been yeah. we've had for some reason in the past several months we've seen such a huge jump I mean because there was other groups that were much bigger I was like right. we'll never reach them but we've surpassed it now we, we, we can't say we're the fastest growing and largest Filipino group on Facebook geared to Filipinos in Southern California
0: you know what you know you were directly responsible for this you've you have your own business, your life is where you want it to be, yeah
1: yeah there's more there's always more
0: I want to hear uh, what wh- like what more
1: I mean there's always more that you that you want to do that I, I mean we talked about some of my goals that I yeah. love to see and like I'd lo- like love to see what have that come to fruition then you continue with new goals it's it never stops so you're always moving forward you have to. You can't be complacent. Hmm.
0: Words of wisdom from Jason Listina to people who are kind of iffy and don't know what they want to do in life. What would you suggest they do? Advice, please.
1: If they don't know what to do and if they don't know what to do or they don't know what their interests are, try everything. Try what you think you might like because you, you'll not know if you like it or not. Do you ever get angry? Uh, I do. Once in a while. <laughs> not often. It's not often, but I am in the Libra, Scorpio cusp. So if I do get angry, it's really bad. Uh... That stinger comes up. But otherwise, I'm more I'm really level.
0: So I have this question, like like when we first met, we were talking about a topic and it was kind of sensitive, but then again, it was more geared to- toward 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 us as a race correct we, we were we were i
1: like to use the word ethnicity because there's ethnicity. no such thing as race explain that to me before we go into well the because w- why is there a race there's a, is there somebody that wins first place is there something that wins second place no i like to use the word ethnicity versus race mm, that's you, just for me personally you the use human race you want. okay <laughs> okay so ethnicity
0: like we it was it was geared toward filipino our our ethnicity right and, Correct. and so chef valerie uh she's the head executive she's the executive chef of um, yamashiro yes shout out chef val
1: we're here because of you chef Val. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she introduced you and <laughs> yeah. me right she brought well i it's funny because when we were going live the next thing i know i see the countdown i was like oh i'm go- coming on <laughs> <laughs> me too. i was like okay hi everybody <laughs> I'm not dressed, I'm not ready for camera, but here we are on Chef Mal's like many followers on Instagram yes, live.
0: Yes, very influential also. Oh,
1: absolutely. Lover, happy birthday again. Happy birthday. Yeah.
0: And so, you know what was so weird was because like when she mentioned um when someone mentioned that well, Yamashiro, the restaurant, it's an iconic restaurant in Hollywood. Correct. Was becoming too Filipino. Yes. And we were talking about that being too Filipino. What was what was going through your head?
1: Well, to one, to say that a certain place is beking, becoming too Filipino, what exactly does that mean? Exactly. Is there a such thing as being too Filipino? Am I too Filipino? Are you too Filipino? You, are you too Filipino because you speak Tagalog and you're from the Philippines? So that means hospitals are too Filipino as well? I know. I, th- that that just fathoms me. It's maybe, I don't know where it came from. I don't know why this person would say that. It's just unfortunate that they would picture as seeing a place to be too Filipino, right? we want to make sure that we are recognized. We are represented. We want people to recognize us, um, for us to say that something is too Filipino. It's like we're trying to take everybody a step back. Yeah. And wait, or maybe, well, there's always this, this trigger word or trigger phrase crab mentality. Yeah. (laughs) Because I, it's just unfortunate that that comment has made that. that How about this?
0: Let's play devil's advocate. Was the comment made as a compliment or as a derogatory remark?
1: From, I was never, I wasn't part of the conversation of when it was said, but mm. um, I felt that it was probably derogatory, actually. I don't know. I It's just interesting that yes, somebody it, would say, yes, it's yes, to, yes. say it's too Filipino. I mean, Seafood City is that too Filipino? Island Pacific <laughs> is that too Filipino? Because they sell all Filipino. Or food? maybe
0: the name is Japanese, and <laughs> and it's being ran in the kitchen by, by a Filipino.
1: I you know from what I think it is, I think that they're saying that there's too many clientele that's going. Come on, now. that's there's too many clientele that is Filipino that's going there. Now I'm triggered, and <laughs> the people that are like supporting and performing and like the. But it's a huge name, Yamashiro. We had the first female Filipino executive chef at Yamashiro. Yep. Because she's there, we want to support her. Because that's a part of what we need to do to making sure that we are getting recognized. How about this? As Filipinos.
0: And maybe you know this better than I do, but she did not get the gig because she was Filipino. She got the gig because she was good. Yes, and Exactly. Fit for the gig itself. And she happened to be Filipino and Filipinos happened to be super proud of her, Chef Val. And so you, me, and everybody else, we go there because of that Filipino pride. Is
1: that bad? Not at all, actually. I mean, she got promoted because of her skill set. That, that's right, yeah. Her expertise. Yes. Filipino just happened to come along with it. And we need to be proud of that and we need to support all business, whether it's not Chef Bell, but let's also support Jennifer Barr, who's nominated for James Beard. So it's yeah. like, we got to go to all these places and support them. I, I still can't fathom why somebody would say it's too Filipino.
0: Is Journey too Filipino? I, would, I, I, but I digress. <laughs> but you know, the same I could, point, I, right?
1: You know, I, yeah, and I could see that because like, well, now the audience is more Filipino. This is getting too Filipino. It sounds like there's a little bit more intrinsic. Yeah. Like, s- Self-hatred? Yeah, that's because you do we'll understand if it came
0: from a different ethnicity,
1: then that's normal. I mean... But you don't, you never hear that from... You other, don't, uh, you, you don't. don't they just suck it in. Yeah, you, suck don't, it up. you don't hear like, oh, this is too Thai, this is too Chinese, this is too Korean. Actually, that's good, right? But, mm, this is too Thai.
0: <laughs> okay, how about this? I go to... Um, I, I go to this nice ramen place. Mm-hmm. It tastes like authentic ramen from Japan. Guess what? The chef is Korean. And he was trained in Japan. Trained in Japan. Now, is he is, is that place too Korean? Because there are a lot of
1: Koreans going to that Japanese ramen place. No, they see somebody that looks like them that's succeeding and we want to support them. Point blank period. That's it. Isn't so that supposed to be how it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why there needs to be any negative connotation to... Um, anybody that's succeeding. Unfortunately, I don't want to say that this is Filipino because I'm sure it happens in all cultures and all of the ethnicities. When somebody succeeds, there's always that one crowd that wants to pull that person down.
0: Right. And you know what, you know what, what's sad? Um, how do I say this without sounding like I don't want to sound needy, but, um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Here. I'm ready. I love Chef Val. I know she's very busy. I've been to Yamashiro many, many times.
1: (laughs) You and I both. You and I both. But I don't
0: tell her staff that I'm
1: there. Oh. Good. I mean, because you're there to enjoy. Not only that, I don't...
0: My being there should not burden her from doing her thing does that make
1: sense yeah no I, I totally I'm sure there's a lot of celebrities that do that that they go there just because they want to go eat and don't want to have any like you said a burden on like the staff there like okay this is my special guest there's this there's that no, I see that I, I see that happening with you and you know many other celebrities that do that
0: because I see there are uh, you know like and, and she's she's the type of person who will really because um, I experienced that with some people I'm not gonna mention names but can you tell Chef Val that uh, blah, blah, blah is here? And I happen to be with some of those people, right? And I'm like, aren't we just going to let her do her thing? And, and then later on, here she comes out. You know, she's like, she <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> she Because the, that's the Filipino hospitality right there, yeah. you know? I mean, she's not going to turn your back on you.
1: No, she wants to make sure that everybody is happy, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I know she, she goes out of her way to making sure that not just her guests or her friends but everybody that goes has a great experience at Yamashiro I mean really being the executive chef it goes from the top and all the way down to her staff and then down to the guests how about this she watches Filipino concerts I've seen videos of her during her day
0: off <laughs> days off oh she's there she's supporting the community and then oh yeah this is this is why When when you heard something like that when I heard something like that it was more like wait a minute why are we, I mean, here's a person and she might have done it for herself or for her country or for her family even. I mean, but we're we're reaping the residual benefit of her accomplishments.
1: Yeah, and then really I hope that also inspires other people to see her as being executive chef. Yeah. You know, the little babies. Yes. Which I will never have. <laughs> <laughs> um, that. Want to become chefs, and they could see somebody that looks like them that yes. they, they could also accomplish. Yes, it. which yes. is why we're all always like here, you know, making sure that our voices are being heard. That way, we hope to inspire the younger ger- the, the younger generation. generation or even the upcoming generation.
0: It's nice, you know, you know, to see Chef Val, and if I may, I hope she's watching. And Chef Val, if you are watching, shout out because I'll text
1: her make <laughs> make sure that she watches.
0: Because you know what's what's so nice about her when when she watches a Filipino concert. She fan modes and this is a person who's rubbed elbows with you know bigger name celebrities and and they request her out of the kitchen to have pictures taken with her and all that but here she is in in little night pits just having <laughs> her just having her own little sweet time yeah. right with her video phone and then just dancing just feeling it and I'm like wow that's my celebrity chef mm-hmm
1: uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I've a bit, I've, seen her at a concert I, the night of Pinoytainment that happened last oh, year. Yeah, 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 I was there and she was front row dancing away to almost every song.
0: And you know what? Yes or no,
1: she doesn't thump her
0: chest and say, hey, I'm
1: Chef Val. No, no she, not at all. She's there
0: incognito. Just no,
1: the- she's, you know... Very humble, yes. Very sweet. Um, I like to call her Manang because we're both Ilocano. <laughs> um, yeah. No, she is. I mean, what's there to say about Javell? Right. Oh my God. Anyway,
0: shout outs to SoCal Filipino Filipinos members. Go.
1: Yeah. No. Thank you to all of the SoCal Filipinos members that has been part of the group since the beginning when we started off. We were like. 50 members and they were all my friends and somehow word of mouth happens Fifty three thousand, and we're still growing um it's all because of you that's um that we have socal filipinos we want to make sure that we're still continuing to do our programming and making sure that we're connecting to each other um if there's anything more that i could do let me know i'm always open
0: you have you have your own instagram personal instagram no I i do personal facebook i do personal twitter Yes. Okay, we'll post everything on the description (laughs) so that way you can contact Jason if you need his advice, when you need (laughs) his advice, and I'm sure you will. Anyway, thank you. Yeah, No. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please don't forget to follow, like, subscribe the channel. Also, I'll post the link for... SoCal Filipinos and all their other platforms so that way you pick and choose where you want to go.